Welcome to the Waste and Rake Podcast. Now, here's Danny and Will. They call me Tago. What's up, party people? Episode 23. It's Thursday, June 17th. That's right. It is June 17th. I always got to double check just to make sure. I don't know my dates anymore. Got a wedding coming up. It's just kind of like, eh. Wait till you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't even know what year it is. is. Yeah. It's I was hot outside. Say. It must be summer. Yeah. Okay. It makes about sense. So, <laughs> Brooksy and I decided to jump on a podcast here because, look, we're friends, but we're not always going to agree on every baseball subject, just like any other person. But before you, we agree on this situation. We just disagreed on one thing. We we agree on this situation. And what is this situation we're talking about? It's the foreign substance for pitchers. That's right. Sorry, I took your job. Go. No, no, no. you're good, brother. I- I think that's what makes us great, though, is we can disagree, we can banter, but we know that we respect each other enough to know that there are different sides. And, you know, maybe one of us is 100% correct, maybe we're not, but we both understand each other's sides. And that's, that's the point of a podcast. It, it's two different opinions. That's, right. If we agreed on everything, it'd be pretty fucking boring. And I want to preempt it with this. Obviously, Will Meadowbrooks has a lot more, his words hold a lot more weight that that's the truth no no it's it's yeah, you're laughing but it's facts and i played college baseball i used college baseballs i mean the actual baseball itself now college baseballs are not the same as major league baseballs that said we did in our practices in in our inner squad games we did use major league baseballs because we had kind of connections with different major league coaches and why did you why, why would you use something you're not going to use in the game? I'm just curious. It's a good question. So we played around with a different handful of different. So we used Pico's League's balls. We used um, – it was honestly, it had to do with sometimes it was just equipment, like what connections we had. Like maybe we, we ran out of NAI balls. Gotcha. And so we, we had a connection. You know, our head coach knew a Pico's League guy. So we got a handful of Pico's League. It was, sometimes it was just resources, whatever we had. But I've used both, and there's – a significant difference between baseballs in different leagues. If we're talking about Pico's league, high school, college, major league baseballs, there's a major, major difference. And Tyler Glasnow touched on the differences in baseballs and the adjustments he made, which created uh, some backlash to say the least. I think like it's, it's ridiculous. I'm just going to, I have used sticky stuff before. It's ridiculous that like, it seems like this whole public perception of like, Oh, just like select few people. Like your favorite pitcher probably 50 years ago was using something too. Like if you felt these balls, how inconsistent they were, like you have to use something. So in the past, I, my like substance of choice is sunscreen and rosin. Like just nothing egregious, something to where I can get a grip on the ball so it doesn't feel dusty. But two starts ago against the Nationals, I went cold turkey, nothing. And before that start, I remember when all this stuff came out, I was talking to people and talking to doctors and they were like, the thing that maybe MLB doesn't realize or that players don't realize is like, what, what is the injury? Like, what, what is the prevention of like, maybe it'll add to injuries. And in my mind, I was like, that sounds dumb. That sounds like an excuse a player would use to make sure he can use sticky stuff. But I threw to the nationals with nothing. I've never been, a, I don't use sticky stuff. to. I don't use spider tack. I don't need more spin. I, I have huge hands. I spin the ball fine. I want grip. I did well against the Nationals, probably one of the best starts I had all year. I woke up the next day and was like, I am sore in places that I didn't even know I had muscles in. Like I felt completely different. I switched my fastball grip and my curveball grip. I've thrown it the same way for however many years I played baseball. I had to change, I had to put my fastball deeper into my hand and grip it way harder. 
and I had to, instead of holding my curveball at the tip of my fingers, I had to dig it deeper into my hands. So I'm like choking the shit out of all my pitches. My cue I used to use with Snyder was hold the ball like an egg, like nice and loose, be loose. That's out of the window. So I, I now have to develop a new cue. I have to develop something where I can't hold the ball light anymore. I have to dig it deep into my hand. So I'm taking it and you have to think, I'm not a doctor. I know you guys probably know that, but I'm taking a, a fastball. I'm squeezing the ball twice as hard. So all of this is I'm recruiting all these muscles and I'm taking my arm as hard as I can throwing the ball. So I'm going from like a flexed muscle to letting a ball go. And like I said, I was like, maybe it's not going to, I don't think it'll lead to any injuries, but waking up after that start, I was like, okay, this sucks. Something is, is weird here. And then that same feeling is persisting all week long. And then I go into my start yesterday and that same feeling just, it pops or whatever the hell happened to my elbow. Like I feel it, something happens. And I, I'm, I'm sitting out there just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. The whole day yesterday, I'm sitting there trying to get a grip on a ball. And I'm not trying to blame anyone. I'm not trying to say like, oh, this is all MLB's fault. Like they got thrown into the situation too. They're doing the best they possibly can to navigate around this. They're trying to make this fair for people. I understand that. But you can't, whether you want us to not use sticky stuff or not is, is, is fine. Fine. Do it in the off season. Give us a chance to adjust to it. But I just threw 80 something, 70 whatever innings. And then you just told me I can't use anything in the middle of the year. I had to change everything I've been doing the entire season, everything out of the window. I have to start doing something completely new. And then I'm telling you, I truly believe that's why I got hurt. Yeah. I'm, he was what baseball fans, I think are baffled the most is they're like, Oh, he admitted to cheating. Well, here's the thing. He was just very uh, transparent, which fans aren't accustomed to from players or managers or trainers or front office like baseball is very secretive right this sticky i'm gonna keep saying this over and again this rosin and sunscreen it's considered cheating i guess ask anybody within the game right <laughs> no one will say that's cheating it's literally been proven that it doesn't and affect your spin rate like the other shit that that is the issue um and i thought glass now did did a very good i know he was speaking on emotion as well because he's smart just coming out of it smart individual he he very smart and calculated so he yes. would never say something just to make it up because he's probably like that would come back to me at some point um like he was very transparent and said look against the nats a couple starts ago this all this had come to a head because it started around June third, uh, when there were the rumblings of the league going to start enforcing this. They hadn't done it yet, but at that point he was like, "All right, like I'm a rosin sunscreen guy. I need to try to start getting used to this now. If this is how I'm gonna have to pitch." And he said he had his best outing all year. He said, "I felt like I had my best stuff. I struck out 11 hitters, but after the game I was sore. The next day I was really sore." Throughout the next week, the next four or five days before my next start, I hadn't been that sore in years. So that makes you think. All right, then fast forward to this next start. Comes out early because he's feeling a tug, a pull. Anytime there's a tug or a pull in there, it's not good. Not good. Um, obviously, it comes out he has the slight tear and the flexor tendon. They're going to try to rehab it. Listen to me. He's getting Tommy John. No one has ever successfully rehabbed both of those injuries it's One a very Mike, Mike Clevenger situation last year in the playoffs when he tried to pitch through the UCL injury and it just did not work it didn't work um so 
I know a lot of people are saying he's just making excuses and this and that. What is he making an excuse for? Blowing his elbow out? He's not making an excuse. He's trying to explain to people who don't understand how slick these baseballs are, how much harder you have to grip it. Now, if you have to really, if this is your normal grip and you really have to grip it, you can feel how your forearm tightens up, right? You're really using those muscles. So I did a little research. The same muscles that you use to grip anything, a pen, phone, a tit, I don't care. Like whatever it is, you're gripping. <laughs> what you do on your own time, brother. Hey man, I'm married. All right. <laughs> Listen, but I'm getting as the same muscles you use to grip a baseball are the same muscles that protect your UCL. If you're altering how you've always thrown a baseball and people are saying, Oh, he must've he cheated his whole life. No, but in college and in high school and in little league, there's a lot bigger seams to grip the baseball, right? Not, not to mention to say he's cheating when he's using sunscreen and rosin, which is legal and up to this Anymore. day, <laughs> up to this day. That, so that's where we agree is that I don't believe that I, I, I agree with you in saying that sunscreen and rosin should be legal, whereas now it is not legal anymore, according to these new Major League Baseball rules. If Major League and Baseball, we agree that spider-man goop or spider tech <laughs> and pelican grip should be banned yeah 100%. and there's and, and this is a thing too that people aren't thinking about to enforce this no one will ever put rosin and sunscreen inside of their glove inside their belt it will never be there never be hidden behind your ear nothing like that it goes right on your wrist you'll see pitchers always grab their wrist like this that's where sunscreen goes. That's where a rosin bag hits. There's your sticky area. There's your stick. Now I can grip the baseball. My hands are sweaty, but I can grip it. If someone is digging in between their glove or behind their ear or inside their belt, that is a substance that is not rosin and sunscreen. Tough to figure that one out, wasn't it? Let's ban everything. You know what I want to see? I want to see. I want to see. I got, I got one more thing. No. Go I off, got one baby. more thing. Go off. So you're telling me someone is going to use sunscreen and rosin is going to get a 10-game suspension. Yet you can use your own setup cameras, camera feeds, to relay signs to a hitter so he knows what pitches are coming, and you don't get one day of suspension. Not one game. Not one of those players got punished. The coaches got punished, but not the players who are actually doing it and, and get a ring on their finger because of it. And this, this isn't an Astro rant. That's over. That's long gone. This is baseball being in a shit place right now. And it's run by Rob Manfred, Rob, Rob Manfred, who he worked, commissioner works for the owners. So I know where his loyalty is. Um, this league is never going to run smoothly until we have someone who played be a commissioner but that will never happen because like i said he works for the owners and that would defeat the purpose of the owners being in charge here just someone that's relatable how like how would you be surprised make, if, how are you going to make improvement like realistic practical improvements to the game if you don't understand it or you've never fucking yeah. lived it i wouldn't be surprised if rob never played i don't know his background frankly but oh, i would be surprised he's showing he, me right now he doesn't know what the 
he's doing. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's never played an inning of baseball in his entire life. So you got um, Raul Labanez is actually working for the right. commissioner now. That's right. So at some point, I mean, this has got to be driving him nuts, especially the era he played in. Like, God, man. Like, it's, it's making me sick because all these suits are ruining the game. And it's all somehow falling on the players. The guys who are out there that are playing the game, that make the game what it is, they're the ones taking the fall here. Oh, well, they're cheating. You know what? This has been going on for 150 years. Call it cheating. Call it whatever. Hitters have never come out and said anything about it until this year when the ball was altered more than it's ever been altered in one season. Now you have the yeah, spider tech attack all this shit with the raised seam, and now you got wiffle ball pitches. That's the issue. But who changed the ball? Who changes it every year? The owner of Rawlings, Major League Baseball. Yeah, Major League Baseball made adjustments, so pitchers are going to adjust. Correct. It's, it's back and forth. It's a give-and-take relationship. So what's, what's a solution here? I say you look at the KBO, you look at um, – the NBL in, in Japan, they have created baseball that has a brand new baseball that has a little bit of tackiness to it. You're telling me we're not capable of that? In the United States of America, we can't make a baseball. Copy their version. Do something. Don't ban everything, and then you're going to start running into problems with glass now, like what we just saw happen. Or you're, somebody's going to get ear hold. You know, like, man. I keep getting these tweets. Well, this year, uh, with all this sticky substance, they're still the most hit by pitches and this and that. You know why? <laughs> Where do pitchers pitch now? Well, okay. well rewind up, up, right? But let's rewind to 2015, 16, 17, 18, before pitchers knew how to combat the launch angle swing. And they used to pitch low and away. That's what they Low agreed. and away. So your wow. miss was down or off right. the plate away. Right. Now up and in is the hole in the swing. So your miss is going to be at people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, if you watch the game, you'll know, you'll understand this. But instead, people get on Twitter and just fire all this shit out and they have no clue what they're talking about. Like, no clue. I don't expect fans to see the game how I see it or see it how people that spent a lot of time in the game or even you play college baseball. You, you're a baseball writer. You watch the baseball day in and day out and break it down. You different. understand how it works, but it's different. No, I'm saying no, but I'm saying you. I'm I'm saying you understand it, but you're not the loudest voice. If these voices that have no clue what they're talking about, that's, right. that's okay because we have a commissioner that clearly is on that same page. And I, I don't want this to be bashing the commissioner, but he's just he's up baseball. Period. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more when it comes to you. Good. You want to take? You need to take a walk. I need a cold shower. I couldn't agree more when it comes to Manfred, and I couldn't agree more when it comes to Glasnow and his reasoning for why he got injured. Now he explained that because they're forcing these pitchers to make an adjustment mid-season, that forces him to have to use different parts of his body. As you mentioned, he's having to put a little bit more grip on the ball, a little bit more stress on the UCL. That's not an excuse. That's that's a legit. I will say it's an excuse, but it is a legitimate explanation. Absolutely. And for Major League Baseball to throw these rules at players midseason after they've already been playing for two months 
is outrageous, ridiculous, and you're asking for injuries to happen. And that's exactly what is happening. Now you have Tyler Glasnow, who was on pace to be a Cy Young contender. Now he's going to probably miss the rest of the season for a first-place best record in Major League Baseball. Probably going to miss Rays next team. season, too, Danny. It could be. And so now you're... No. Listen, these don't heal. He's getting Tommy John. And so Major League Baseball is going to have to wear this. And they're hurting the product of the game because of it. Because they all of a sudden, you know what it was? I got asked this last night. Why did Major League Baseball, Danny, why did Major League Baseball decide to make this rule change midseason? Because Major League Baseball is soft. And the public opinion and the public criticism got too heavy for them to handle. And they hit the emergency button and said, holy shit, we've got to make a change. No, they were getting too much. They were starting to get heat about them altering the baseball. That's and now we're, yes. now we're not talking about that anymore. Correct. Yes. The best thing that could have happened for them was Tyler Glass now blow out and it'd be a superstar to do that. Unfortunately, for the Unfortunately. league, they're going, oh, shit. Thank you, God. Like yeah. now we don't, now, now it's on the back burner. People aren't talking about how we screwed this up. Now it's the player's fault. And when he's making excuses, look at him. Look at him. He, he didn't cheat. He's just blaming, he's blaming us. It couldn't have happened better for the league. So that's where we agree. We both agree that Major League Baseball f***ed up by making this rule change midseason. It's unfair, and you can't argue against that. To thrust that on the players midseason, it's unfair. It's asking for injuries. Now, this is where we disagree, and, and, and it's okay. Now, I put out there that if you need sticky substances, and I was specifically talking about spider tack. However, I did not specifically state that in my tweet, but I – I was referring to spider tack in different sub foreign substances, illegal substances. If you need those substances to succeed in a game of baseball, maybe you need to think, rethink how good of a pitcher you are. And by that, I mean, I'm not making the case that Garrett Cole needs spider tack to be successful. Okay. Spider tack does not allow Garrett Cole to throw 98 miles per hour on average. Okay. That's God given qualities right there. Now, if we magically see and, and allow me to use Garrett Cole for the sake of the argument here, if Garrett Cole magically starts getting his tits lit and starts going five innings, four earned, five innings, three earned, and he's not quite the Garrett Cole that we've seen over the past two years, now that's going to shift my thinking and how I think of Garrett Cole as a pitcher. Are you following me here, Will? I mean, I'm always following you. I I'm just, not saying but that. Garrett I also Cole's think gonna... if you're you are accustomed to a certain thing, just like Tyler Glass now, then it could be a, a there could be a transition period where they might not. It might take him a couple starts to get absolutely back on track. Absolutely, but I don't think we're going to see someone like him fall off though. Um, but yeah, like I, I said, said, it's just for the case. I, I get I get I get what you're saying. So Trevor Bauer, now he completely denies. I don't know if you saw the video up on Twitter, but. He said he uses sweat and rosin. He did a little demonstration to show you how can do he that. Uses sweat and rosin. Absolutely. Uh, I can't right now. I don't have rosin with me. I just got my hands are a little sweaty, but that's about it. Um, now I'm looking at a guy like Trevor Bauer, and I don't mean to single out Bauer right now, but I'm looking at a guy like Trevor Bauer that has increased his RPMs on his spin rate by 500x in the last two seasons. Right. Massive, now he had a massive increase. Massive increase. And now you've seen him in his last start, and he really struggled, giving up six runs against a Texas Rangers ball club as not very good. So my point is this. These are the best players in, in the world. In Major League Baseball, the best players in the world are playing right now in Major League Baseball. However, 
these new rules could possibly expose players for whatever they were doing prior to these new rules. Okay, so if we see a guy like Trevor Bauer, and now we're seeing him struggle a little bit, and by struggle, I don't mean they're going to send him down to AAA. By struggle, I mean their numbers are starting to take out like the ERA. It goes from 2.5 to 3.5. Then I start to think, okay, it's not organic what they're doing, or at least what they were doing prior to these new rules. To me, I want to see a guy dominate without spider attack without foreign substances. I want to see the game get more and more organic. And if you're not able to compete and to succeed without those substances, I question your talent. I question how good of a pitcher Trevor, you really are. Trevor Bauer was a good pitcher before he came out and said, hey, I'm going to use this. Correct, but he was not a Cy Young pitcher. No, but I think, like, honestly, sunscreen and rosin is really sticky. Absolutely. I use sunscreen and rosin when I played. It's really sticky, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was too much for me as an infielder. I was like, I needed something. Even rosin and sweat was plenty for me. So I played in my entire career. I played in Central California. You have 100-degree heat throughout the summer, even in the springtime. I'm a six foot six, bulky dude that sweats a lot. Um, so I had a hard time getting grip on a ball sometimes. That said, sunscreen and rosin was enough for me. I didn't need anything more than that. So for these players to... And I don't think they are, but if, if players are saying we need more than sunscreen and rosin, that's bullshit. You don't. You don't, but that's just uh, the nature of the beast is everybody's always trying to get an edge. So can we agree in this regard that if a guy like Trevor Bauer, a guy like Garrett Cole, all of a sudden, again, just for the sake of the argument, if one of those guys starts to struggle because they're not allowed to use sticky stuff, can we both agree that maybe they aren't the pitcher we once thought they were? If if it's a significant struggle, then then yeah, maybe. I don't know how long they've been using it. That's the I thing. agree. There's gonna be a transition period. I'm not gonna judge Garrett Cole. Like Trevor Bauer had a really rough start. So last before game. all I'm this not came judging out, him off one start. They're also gonna have bad starts here and there too. Yeah. Um like Garrett Cole, t- that same Texas team hit around Garrett Cole before all this stuff came out. That same Texas team who got no hit but by Kluber later that later that series. That was the series. The first game of the series was Cole, and he got hit around for like three or four runs. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to follow. I I'm, I don't want to discredit guys yet just because I – there wasn't a handful of guys using that shit. It was a lot. And you're now, major, a majority of guys use Suntry and Rosin, but there's still a lot of guys who it, use the heavier stuff. In your experience, were there a handful of guys that used illegal? No, I'm not talking about sunscreen and rosin. I'm talking about some something something more than sunscreen and rosin. No need a to lot. call anybody out, but you. I'm not. Oh, I never would, but but a lot more than you can imagine. So you think this is good for the game? Not necessarily the illegalization of sunscreen and rosin, but the illegalization of certain substances. Is it good for the game? Nobody had a problem with it until now. Right, but now you're seeing batting averages at an all-time low. You're seeing strikeouts right, at an all-time high. I I think that is a combination of things. I don't think that's because of spider tech. I think, like, defensive shifting, 
literally over 42% of at-bats this year have had a defensive shift. 2015, they were right at 20%. Mm -hmm. All right, so they know exactly where you're going to hit the ball. The longer you've been in the league, the more of a book they have on you. They know exactly where to stand. They know what blade of grass to stand on. It's crazy. Pitcher stuff is at an all-time high. Correct. Um, I'm not even talking about sticky substance right now. I'm talking about the way pitchers train, the, the analytical breakdowns of your body to the smallest degree to get the most out of yourself. The way they attack hitters. Ceilings are higher now. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and pitching. So this crossroad we're at in baseball between offense and defense is where launch angle – took the lead there for a bit and was hammering guys, you know, two, three years ago, four, even four years ago, pitching caught up. And now they're starting to pass them or they are passing them because they learned how to combat that. Mm -hmm. And that has played into why guys do want more spin rate. It's not for their breaking ball. It's for their fastball because of where the hole in most guys swings are. Now the elite of the elite can still hit the high pitch um, for power. There's a lot of there's some contact guys who can just slap it the other way for a or for a single or keep fouling it off till you make a mistake. But a majority of players are going to swing through it. We can both agree that spider attack or foreign substances, whatever you want to say, it is a performance enhancer, not a performance maker. And so, in that regard, I'm using yeah. hypothetically Barry Bonds for an example. Had he not used steroids, he probably still would have been a Hall of Famer. Everybody says he was fantastic before he started choosing. Did Barry fill a test? Not. Okay. Technically, no. All right. Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer. I don't give a fuck. I, I, oh, I'm with you. I'm 100%. I'm oh, I know saying, you are. Like, I know you are. I'm just saying, like. You know I'm right there with you, baby. Yeah. You know that. Uh, but I'm just saying, hypothetically, now with the illegalization of these foreign substances, we're going to see what these players are without them in the in, in a – comparable way as to what we would have seen had Barry Bonds not used PEDs. You know what's going to happen, though? <laughs> they're going to go cold turkey and ban it. They're going to run into issues with yeah. the players' union. Then they're going to say, okay, pine tar and uh, sunscreen and rosin is okay, and then we're going to be right back where we started. Yeah, let's let's hope it doesn't snowball because we got a <laughs> CBA coming up at the end of this year. And it's- oh, the CBA is already – that's – I don't know, man. This is – this is going to not be good. I hate that this is what we're talking about, you know? I know. I was hoping to have, like, the offseason off and not have to, you know, talk about baseball much on CBS, but I'm going to be very busy this offseason. Yeah. It's like I, <laughs> we, we talked about before we want to hype up the players, hype up the game, and it's sad that all we talked about this season has been foreign substances. You got you got a two-way player eating. doing something that Babe Ruth was the last guy to do. You got DeGrom having – one of the best seasons all time of any pitcher. If not the best. You got Fernando Tatis doing what he's doing after missing two and a half weeks. Uh, Vlad Jr. You got all these juniors. You know, it's kind of cool too. All these kids uh, who grew up in the clubhouse just crushing baseballs right now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about it. Because we got to talk about this shit, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Stay hot, baby. Yeah. Stop listening to our pod, Rob piece of shit <laughs> listen to the wake and rake pod every week follow us on twitter instagram tiktok we'll have more for you later this week until next time party people peace